Whether you're looking for a side hustle or a ready-to-build six-figure business, each week on this podcast, I'm going to give you the tips and tricks you need to launch a successful notary career with less than $500 that you can grow as big as you can dream. Come along on the journey with me, LaShawn Jenkins, as I share my own personal stories of launching a lucrative notary career in hopes of inspiring you to do the same. Sit back, click on the link in our bio for our free guide, and pay attention, because the road to financial freedom starts right now. Welcome to today's podcast episode. In today's podcast episode, I'm going to tell you exactly if you need a website or not. Um, when you first starting this notary sign agent business, there's a lot of information out there and you're trying to figure out um, what do you, what do you actually spend your money on? And I'm going to tell you now, if you want to receive the business, you will need a website. Every notary sign agent um, will need a website for their business eventually. If you don't have one right now, um, that's fine, but you need to start looking into having one created. Rather, if you have a free listing created, um, you do need to start looking uh, for someone to create your website. So I'm just going to give you a story about when I actually had first started the business. Um, To be honest, I didn't have a website right away because I didn't understand business. And not only that, I didn't think a website was valuable because there was social media and I was receiving hits from social media. Um, that's how I was actually getting a lot of the business was just through social media and the Facebook groups and, you know, stuff like that. So I personally felt like there was no value in having a website until um, I actually had changed mentors and my new mentor told me that I need to get a website. So as soon as he told me to do it, um, I actually went, um, I contacted a web developer that I knew and, you know, I told him about a website that I need. And to be honest, I didn't, I didn't know what I needed on a website and I didn't really understand all the works of it at the moment, at that moment, you know? So I just told him I needed a website. And to be honest, he asked me what name I wanted. Um, I told him my business name and he told me that domain name wasn't unavailable. So um, he ended up making a website underneath a different domain name but he actually did all the work for me um i did pay him to create my website but after he after i paid him to create my website to be honest i started receiving um even more business from online you know i already had the google business listing i just didn't have a website on there i just had my phone number and that was it um people could call me and that was all i didn't have a website on my Google, attached to my Google business listing. And the minute I had created my website, to be honest, I started seeing some really great results um, in the business. So I encourage, if you do not have a website, to go get one. Now, I'm going to provide you with some guidelines on how you go about getting a website. Um, I actually have a nice little website building checklist here that I had typed up a little bit, and I want to go through the checklist of building a website. So actually, before I go into that checklist, I'm actually going to go into the benefits of having a website. So the first benefit is, as I stated in my story, you know, is a website will actually just bring you clients. Um, One, that is one way for a client to find you online. And for example, to be honest, 
people like are not just doing looking for general notary work. There's people that is not in your direct area who may be looking for a notary in your area. And to be honest, they're looking for a website because a lot of times people don't always have time to get on the phone and call you to make an appointment. Um, sometimes they just want to submit a form and they actually want to just request a notary and communicate with you via email. I know that in particular, a lot of title companies are like that um, when they look for notaries online in the area, especially if it is a title company that doesn't have, um, they don't use a signing service to find notaries. You know, they're finding notaries on their own. A lot of times they are looking for notaries with websites. So one benefit is it could bring you clients. Um, another thing is one, you're building your credibility online. Um, especially when you start building your loan signing business and, you know, if you want to take your loan signing business to higher routes, you know, in your community, you know, you definitely want to start building that credibility online. Um, because a lot of times people just think people are just know doing notary work and they're not taking their business seriously. So that um, is another benefit. And the last thing is one, you're going to save a lot of time with the website. Um, if anybody is familiar with marketing their services on Facebook, especially through your personal page and these groups, um, you will receive a lot of inquiries. Like people ask, how much is this? Um, you know, ask a lot of questions. But to be honest, at the end of the day, they'll ask all those questions and they don't even need the service or want the service. Um, they're just at, I don't know what they're doing when they do that, but they're just probing, um, in my opinion. So if you have a website, you could save a lot of time. You could put your information all on the website, um, your hours, how your fees work. You can place that on there if you would like. You could place on there um, a brief description of the mobile notary service, how people can contact you. Also, you can put on there how people can go about making an appointment. So a website, to be honest, is one of the best investments that you can make in yourself, especially if you are a notary that you know that all you're going to do is general notary work, I highly, highly suggest that you get a website. Um, make sure when you get your website created, make sure that your person, whoever creates it, puts a contact form on that website. The contact form um, is a way for people to contact you and they can send you messages. Even though you can have your email address up there, people love contact forms. People love filling out a form and just hitting that submit button. So make sure you have one of those contact forms on your website. So I'm actually going to give you um, a nice little checklist that I want to go over on the steps that you need to take to start getting your website built. So there's two routes that you could take. You can either build your own website or you can have someone build it for you. But with this checklist, um, it doesn't matter what route you take, but you will take the, do it in these, do it in this order. So the first step is you need to purchase a domain name. You can normally purchase a domain name. You can use GoDaddy.com. You can um, use Namecheap.com. There are several different like websites where you can purchase um, a domain name. Now, I will include a link in here for the GoDaddy.com link because I believe I actually have an affiliate link with GoDaddy.com, and I believe it's $4.99 for the first day money um, that you purchase with GoDaddy. Purchase your domain name as soon as possible. Um, I highly recommend and I encourage all my students, the minute that you know what your um, business name is going to be, I highly recommend that you go on GoDaddy.com 
and you purchase that domain name immediately. Um, and I say that because domain names do go fast. Uh, one day it might be available and one day it may not. So I highly recommend that you go out and you purchase that domain name immediately. It doesn't matter um, if you don't have no one to create your website yet because whoever created um, either they'll go over and they'll take over, they'll log into your information and they'll build uh, your their website, your website right on your platform, or they can just transfer your domain name to theirs and they can build it. Um, just depending on who you hire, or you can just do it yourself. But <clears throat> definitely go out there and start searching their dom domain names the minute that you have your business name. So after you pick a domain name, you need to start thinking about your brand start thinking about what colors you want um with associated with your brand because you need this information to tell the web developer um luckily my web developer was a little bit nice because to be honest i didn't do none of this um i did i was not even aware of brand colors i just knew i needed a website and i needed him to do it um start thinking about the different colors that you want to use on your website um come up with the brand colors um, you can actually go online and find different links for brand colors, um, inspiration, color theme, inspiration, and pick a brand, pick a color, pick a color scheme that you want to use for your brand that best that best represents you and your brand. Now, after you pick those brand colors, the next step is to purchase a logo. Your web developer is going to need, a, need the logo. One, I want I want to tell you why. Actually, you need the logo and the colors together because I want to tell you. Before you go purchase a logo, you need to know what colors you want. Um, and I will tell you, if you don't have a branding um, idea of what colors you want and what color scheme you want and what color palette uh, you want, I know I'm getting a little technical, but if you don't have those, what end up happening is they're the web developer or whoever creates your products for you, like the person who creates your logo, they're just going to create whatever you want. Um, well, not even whatever you want. They're going to create whatever they think you may want or they're just guessing. And you're when, when you pick their colors out, now it, you are eliminating like all the guesswork. You know, you're doing the work for them. All they have to do is do their job and create um, the logo and the website. So make sure you choose your brand colors and then you go purchase a logo. Now, there's different places you can go purchase a logo. Um, when you are having someone create your logo, make sure that you do have um, commercial rights to your logo. Um, you can go to fiverr.com. They create logos. Now, another, I'm gonna tell you about Fiverr. When you're working on Fiverr, try to make sure they're not creating this, you the same logo that they did somebody else. Cause on Fiverr, some, it's not everybody that's on Fiverr, but there is a lot of people on Fiverr that are out here creating the same logos for every person. Um, there's one particular logo that I see all the time, and I'm quite frankly, I'm tired of it. And I'm tired of someone, uh, the people on Fiverr doing that, creating the same logo for everybody. Basically, they're just using like a dummy template, and all they do is just change out the name. So um, even when you're purchasing your logo, you know, my what I highly recommend that you do is, you know, look online at different logos that you like. Start looking at, you know, different images, how you want to piece together your logo and you can send it um, to the logo designer, the graphic designer. Another way you can find someone to make a logo for you is, I would say Facebook group, but be very careful um, in the Facebook groups because lately 
there has been an increase um, with spam. Um, people, it's a lot of spammy logo accounts going on where they say they create logos, but they're really a spam. So what I recommend is if you're going to use social media to find someone to create your logo, um, find a person who has that logo created by someone in that group um, so that you can make sure that you're not getting scammed out your money. Now, after you purchase your logo, your brand colors, and your domain, now you need to figure out um, how many pages um, you would like for your web, how many web pages you would like. So web pages is basically the homepage service. Um, you could do like a service page, contact us page, about us page, and a pricing page. Now I want to tell you now, the more pages that you have on your website, and if you're paying someone to create your website, the more it is going to cost to have that created. So um, there's two different things that you can set your website up, depending on like if, it, if you're on a budget, um, you can either do a one-page website where it includes all the information about your services, your con um, how people can contact you, your about us, your pricing, um, any type of credentials that you have. So your NNA, you can put your Snapdocs uh, link profiles on there. You know, anything, you can put those stuff on that, uh, on that website. And another piece of advice I do want to give to you about websites is that a website is never, it's not permanent. So even right now, if let's say you can't get the five pages at this moment, or, you know, you on a strict budget or, you know, everyone has different situations. To be honest, you can start off with a one page website with all this information on there, but you can build on a website. A website can always be built upon. Um, you can get someone just to create your home one page for you. And then you could turn around and pay someone else to do another page for, you know, so you can always add to a website. Um, with the website, it's not, it's not the end all be all. Once one's created, it's not like no one can go in there and edit it and delete it, um, delete things. So just keep that in mind. Um, you can always build on, you can always build on your website. Now, after you decide how many pages you would like, you need to start gathering information that you want on your website. So, for example, um, you need to piece together some images and also some text, um, some whatever you can have, like headlines is basically what, what, we, what they're actually called. Um, they're called headlines and subheadlines. So you need to start piecing together, you know, visually how you would like your website and what wording on there would you want on there, you know. Um, that is very important when creating a website because if you do not give that to the web developer, to be honest, they're going to put what they think works for you. Um, or they might just go to somebody else's website and try to find, you know, some inspiration. But, you know, I know some people are picky. And if you know you're a picky person, go ahead and just write some things out that how you want words and certain things that you want on your website. Make sure you write it out. Now, I'll give you advice about images, finding images for your website. Now, depending on the web developer, some of them will provide you the images, but they will, some of them, they will actually charge you. Um, they'll include that in the pricing, but I want to tell you about images. Do not go on google.com and go to images and right click and save those images and put those on your website. That's copyright. Do not do that. Um, I will put, I will post the links here for, on how you can get free images so here you can use canva.com. They have free images. Um, they actually call free uh, royalty free images. So you can probably go on Google and search royalty free images 
and you'll see different websites that come up, but I already know the website, so I'm going to just provide them to you. So you can either go to canva.com, pexels.com, that's P-E-X-E-L-S.com. We have pixabay.com, P-I-X-A-B-A-Y.com. Um, we have unsplash.com. I, I don't have that on my list, but that's one I just thought of on top of my head. And with these images, you can use them. You can search different images that you want to represent you and your brand. Um, you could put yourself on there if you would like. Me personally, I didn't have my picture on my website. And the only reason I did not was because I don't know, I was just a little, I don't know, I was just a little paranoid, you know, because I'm a female and I don't know. Sometimes when I put my picture on certain things, you know, I really get unwanted messages. Um, even though in this business, my picture is like everywhere and I still get unwanted messages at times, you know, but not, it's not as bad because it's like global versus me locally, you know, I would get creepy messages from people. So that's why I never put my actual picture on my website. Um, but if you want to, you're, you're more than welcome to. So make sure you're using those royalty free images. Um, because I'm telling you, you can't face a copyright claim if you're going around stealing images off of Google.com. Um, that is not the way to go. And put these images in a folder. Normally, your your web developer could pick images for you. But if you know there are certain things that you want, um, you can go find these images yourself and send them to them. Now, I highly recommend, um, depending on your level of expertise, now, if you know you are not um, tech savvy, like let's say you're that person who turns on the computer and to be honest, you may not know how to even get to the internet or something. You know, if you know that your technology is not your thing and it's not for you, I do not recommend you go and build your website using any of these um, website builders that I'm going to give you. I highly recommend that you go and find somebody to build your website. And one place you can actually get your website built is Fiverr.com. Now, with Fiverr.com, some of those people in there, again, there is a huge uh, language barrier. And that's why it is important for you to have all those stuff, all that stuff prior. Um, because on Fiverr.com, if you don't provide that stuff, a lot of times they're going to do what they want. And then sometimes some people won't do the job if you don't have certain things um, ready, available for them to do. Because they're not just going to make up anything on top of their head. They're going to do exactly what you tell them to do. So if you tell them that you want everything red, that's exactly how fiber works versus um, some people like me, you know, myself, if a client told me they want their whole website red, I'm going to tell them about that. And I'm not going to do nothing like that. That That's just not something I'm going to do at all. You know, it looks a mess and it's not appealing or nothing. Um, so with that being said, make sure you know exactly what you want. Now, if you decide to go on and build your own website, you can either use Wix.com or you can use Squarespace.com. They are very user-friendly. I want to say this year was my first year ever using Wix.com. Um, to be honest, it, it is really easy compared to maybe a few years ago when they first came out. Well, not a few years ago, but a while ago when they first came out. Um, those sites, to me, they wasn't really user-friendly. Um, me personally, I didn't, I didn't feel like they was user friendly, but now, um, Wix and Squarespace are, they have, um, changed, you know, they are very user friendly. They're fast. They're easy to use. Um, once when you purchase, so like 
when you purchase your domain, um, they actually have the integrations in there now where you can actually um, finally put your domain with your Wix site. You don't have to be the Wix ending anymore. Um, the thing is, the downfall about these websites is you do have to pay. You can either pay it monthly or you can pay it yearly, but you do have to maintain your website yourself. Um, that's the only downfall about building your website is you have to maintain it. You have to go in there. If there's a problem, you have to go in there and fix it. But for the most part, with Wix and Squarespace, it's not like a lot of um, complicated things to do. I know some people here, they might be more advanced in using um, a system called WordPress. Well, a, plaf a soft, well, a platform called WordPress, where WordPress is a little bit more complicated. I'm not sure who will be listening. I'm sure someone here about it. But um, that is all I have for today's podcast episode. So make sure, guys, you go ahead and get your websites built. Um, either get them built or get them made. But thank you for listening to today's podcast episode.